Welcome to the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast. And you're very welcome back to the Hawkeye Psychic Rugby Union Podcast with your host Mark Kennedy. Joined again this week by Lima Breen. We'll have a quick review of the URC round 14 action this weekend. It's back on. With, uh, only a few uh, rounds left. Those every game is important now in the regular season. Looking down through the schedules, I think we have a few watering ties. Glasgow Warriors against Ulster Rugby. Munster Rugby against Ospreys. You have the Lions against the Sharks. Bulls versus Stormers. Serbury, Connacht Rugby, Cardiff against Benetton, Scarlet's Edinburgh and Leinster Dragons. I suppose we can focus our attention immediately to Munster Rugby and the Ospreys. And I suppose from a Munster Rugby perspective, what are the key kind of points for you going into this game here, Liam? Well, look, I suppose we have to um, definitely pick up the win and definitely, I would say, you know, get the bonus point and you'll be expecting that see what players we have coming back really be released from the Irish squad. Um, I know Ben Healy has been brought back from the Scottish training squad and I'm imagining that we'll probably get back maybe potentially maybe Kilcoyne or we might get back Casey. We'll, we'll, we'll see, see how that goes. Just keep, keep on the momentum which we've, we've shown in, in most of the rest of the season since since um since November. And yeah, it's look it's 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 crucial that we pick up bonus points probably in the three remaining home games. That's quite crucial. The team looms coming from the University of Limerick, Munster Rugby is that Gavin Coombs, Keith Earls and Roman Salanor were released back to the provincial camp ahead of this game. As you said, Liam rightly, Ben Healy comes back from the Scottish duty. Ty Byrne obviously being assessed for the leg injury. We wish Ty Byrne well. That didn't look good. Orgy Schneiman's probably the key kind of bullet point here in terms of increasing his workload and training and looking at a potential March return, which would be great news for the province and probably a certain head coach in South Africa. And, I mean, from an Osprey's perspective here, I mean, they're coming in here currently ranked 12th on the table, 13 games played, four wins, two draws, seven losses. But I suppose... Look at their form the last seven games. They've won seven out of six out of the last seven games. Now, that's in all competitions. And when you consider the likes of maybe Justin Tipperick, Alan Jones may be selected here, it's must win territory here for Ospreys. If they don't win here, I think playoff aspirations could be extinguished for the year. So they're going to come to Tolman Park looking for a victory. Yeah, they certainly are. I mean, and as you said, like they, they are. Arguably the the inform Welsh team, um, they've done so well in Europe. Based on that, you know the likes of Hawkins has, has come through very strongly as well with Wales. Um, I, I I still think you know I mean we just have the overall game that we're playing at the moment. We're well capable of getting the the try bonus point, um, and 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 wrapping it up fairly considerably early in the second half of the game. Yeah, I think Ospreys will give Munster a good rattle here. I think, you know, as I've alluded to, you're probably thinking I'm the Kieran Williams fan club here, but I do really rate the player. And I think from his perspective, I think he'll have a strong showing. I think the the problem here for the Ospreys is the squad selection, given the Welsh turbulence at the moment. Does Gatland recall Tipperick? Does he recall Anaman Jones back into that training camp this week? If that is the case... 
then I think Ospreys will be short-staffed a little bit here, and particularly in the pack. I'd agree with you. The way Munster have been playing at the moment, if the cohesion issues settle down a little bit early in this game, can't see why not Munster winning this game with a bonus point. Like it mainly, we can't underestimate this enough. This is a significant three-game homestand for Munster rugby, starting with the Ospreys, then the Scarlets, and then Glasgow Warriors, and potentially a, a real pivotal playoff game. So, I mean, nothing more than nothing less than probably three wins here, maybe a few bonus point win to boot would set up Munster and consolidate their playoff berth. Yeah, because effectively, to, my, to me, one loss after those three games and we're potentially missing out on, on Europe. Like that's 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 how tight we're, we're looking at it. So, yeah, I mean, look, it goes without saying there has to be a big performance on Friday night. And again, I suppose, look, we could also say Will the results go our way as well? Because there are some other crucial games. I mean, like, I'd be looking at the, the Cardiff-Benetton game. It's been quite crucial, you know. Um, Benetton, capable of probably going to Cardiff and winning it. You know, you have Glasgow, as you said, at, at Ulster. Again, we, we want, we just, I think we want the top teams to keep on winning. <laughs> Your Leinsters, Stormers and Ulsters and, and the others will just follow on from there. So, yeah, um, hopefully that that we can we can we can produce the performance really. Yeah, exactly. So I suppose head on the block time here, Lame Munster Rugby Ospreys. Who do you fancy? Um, I think we'll win by about seven or eight points, um, and also getting the the bonus point. So I could see probably uh, probably thirty points to twenty two. Yeah, I think I would go a Munster here. I think maybe ten points. Win here, going away. I think the form of Gavin Coombs, John Hotnut here, Cadellan, I think this would be pivotal. If you're concerned on the front foot here, I think there's no reason here that Munster can't get a win here early um, against the Osprey side, who, you know, really do need a win as well here, to be perfectly fair. I know they're tied with Cardiff at the moment, 29 points, joint top in that Welsh uh, division. But, I mean, to be fair, for playoff aspirations, Ospreys need to be winning this, but I just don't see it to be perfectly fair. I suppose you touched on it, Glasgow Warriors, Ulster Rugby, Inc. Scotston. I think that's one of the standout fixtures here. I mean, as you say yourself here, Liam, Glasgow are building a nice form book here in the league. Played 12, 1-8, lost 4 against an Ulster side that are recovering their mojo a little bit after a bit of a shaky spell. I mean, from a Munster perspective, you know, this is a game of probably huge importance here to see who wins here. Who do you fancy here in this game? I think it could be a, a question of one step forward and two steps back for Ulster because I think it could be a long night in Scottsdale. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, those four boarding places in, in terms of the away fixtures in the league to go, I would nearly say. Um, I could see Glasgow winning. Maybe Ulster picking up a losing bonus point. But um, yeah, Glasgow, Glasgow maybe getting four or five, five tries actually. Yeah, I could I could see it happening um, to keep themselves in the uh, reckoning for the league. Indeed, because Glasgow do travel to Johannesburg next weekend to play their game in hand against the Lions. So I suppose imperative with their home form. It's been very strong this year in Scotston. So, Ulster, it'll be interesting just to see squad selections here. We're recording a start of match week. So, I mean, I think Ulster will be competitive here uh, in Glasgow. 
just give it to Glasgow maybe by three to five here. I don't think there's going to be much in it here. I think Ulster will pose a few problems here for Glasgow, particularly in the pack. Uh, so I think that'll be an interesting match. And I suppose you do have the South African derbies here to talk about. We have the Bulls versus the Stormers. And we also have the Lions playing the Sharks. Now, news that Noel McNamara is going to become the Bordeaux attacking coach here has emerged. So, Liam, from a Sharks perspective, I know they've sacked their head coach a few weeks ago. Is this more grounds for optimism here for Ulster? I know Ulster have to go down to the Sharks uh, next weekend. But do you see the Sharks maybe slipping up here in Johannesburg against the Lions? I would probably say no. I can I can see him getting the win. But like the Sharks, to me, you know, say someone going to play the Bulls or Stormers, the Sharks to me are beatable, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. They have half the probably South African team, but they are very much, very much beatable. Uh, I think, look, uh, the, away to the Lions, they will get the win, maybe not bonus pointed, but I think that they are more than capable of getting the win. In Johannesburg. Yeah, exactly, because I think the Stormers really did expose Sharks all ends up, particularly when the game was played at pace, and particularly out in the flanks. I think it's more a game tape here for Ulster, and particularly Munster, in terms of how you'd combat maybe the Sharks a little bit. Uh, in terms of that, I think some of the tries that Stormers uh, scored in the previous round were sensational. And I think from a Sharks perspective, it's been a very topsy-turvy season I just have an inkling here that Sharks are really honing in on Champions Cup here, more so than the URC. Again, this game against the Lions on paper, you would think the Sharks, but I think Lions are due a bit of a scalp here. I'm going to go Lions here by five points here, Liam. I just think that the Sharks are so indifferent at the moment, particularly off on the road, that this may be a key loss for the Sharks here, heading into their fixture against Ulster next weekend. I think that's a must win for them, so... I think from that perspective, that might be good news here for Munster, particularly if the Sharks were to slip up. So I'm going to probably r- rule heart overhead here and say Lions here. I suppose uh, the Bulls, Stormers then in the Transal. Uh, who are we thinking here, uh, Liam? Yeah, it's just me. Or has, has the Sharks season really kind of petered out already? You know, it's, it, it seems to have. Don't be, don't be wrong, they're, they're still up there in terms of potentially... Um, being in uh, on the URC log, you know, but um, for me, I think look, the Stormers find a way. They always find a way. The good teams always find a way, and they will certainly find a way against the Bulls. Um, so I'm I'm just going to go another bonus point win for Stormers, maybe five five point uh, win overall. Yeah, I think a bonus point win here for the Stormers. I think Bulls are one of these vulnerable top four teams for me. I think their form has been very indifferent, particularly on the road. Now, this is at home. You'd expect them to compete very well against the Stormers, particularly in their home ground. But I think the Stormers have shown an awful lot of upside in the last few weeks in terms of their performances. I think Stormers here is heavily, maybe by 5-10, to ten, uh, which will be an interesting game. I suppose Connacht Rugby here, uh, sports ground, uh, there's an imminent announcement on a new head coach uh, for the province and also there's speculation in terms of player arrivals and departures being confirmed in the next week or so. I suppose Liam, they do travel to Zebri. Do you see any problems here for Connacht encountering the bottom of the table side in Zebri? Yeah, yeah. Look, Zebri, I don't think they won a season. They're not, they're not going to win this season. <laughs> yeah, Connacht, Connacht again, look, look, this is this is every, every team is, is kind of Aiming to get a, a comprehensive victory over over Zebra, 
and I think that, that certainly is going to be the case um, on, on Saturday. So I, I think a comfortable 20 points plus win um, for, for Connacht in the end. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you there, Liam, for sure. I think it's, you know, coming off the three-week break, I think this is a nice fixture to get back into the swing of things, build momentum, build performances. So I think next week may be an interesting week for Connacht Rugby, just in terms of what direction they go with in head coaching. And also some significant departures, I think, from Connacht, as well as some arrivals as well, from what I can gather. Maybe we can talk about that next week when it's all confirmed. But I think there's some marquee players from Connacht that may be departing uh, here. So from that perspective, yeah, Connacht for me for 20 plus points. Cardiff Benetton, you flagged here. And I think from a Munster perspective, what's our, what's our preferred result here? Is it Benetton losing here to Cardiff? Yeah, I, I think you'd imagine so. It is, yeah, yeah. But again, um, Benetton are more than capable. They've had a they've had a good season. They've had a good season. Uh, they're more than capable of of turning over Cardiff. Cardiff again, on the other hand, you know, started the season so well, kind of have lost their form. It remains to be seen how many of the Welsh players are released back to them. Um, I'd actually, in terms of. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to actually tip Benetton to actually turn over Cardiff away. I think it'll be not a huge amount of tries, but they'll win by maybe six points, maybe something like three tries to two. Um, I, yeah, I, I feel that could be the result. Yeah, because Cardiff rugby, this is save our season time really, isn't it, Liam? I mean, the start of the season, you said so well, they've been hit with a rut of injuries. And form has gone off a cliff. They really need to discover. And I think the three-week break maybe came at the right time for them to get a few bodies recovered. I'm just going to hedge Cardiff, but only narrowly here, because we saw with Benetton their ability to play with ball in hand. They are going to pose problems here on the 4G pitch in Cardiff. I think Cardiff maybe by two or three points late, breaking the hearts of Benetton. But as I said, wouldn't surprise me if Benetton did win here. And I think that would spell massive problems for Dai Young here. And he's tenure at Cardiff Rugby if they weren't to get a result here against Benetton because the season is really descending in a, into a bit of a disaster for Cardiff Rugby, if I'm being brutally honest, if they can't get a result here. Uh, Scarlets have had a bit of an upsurge in form in the Challenge Cup. Coming back in at 14th place, looking to climb up the, the ladder here, facing an Edinburgh side who, again, I think along with Cardiff and Connacht, it's must-win territory for them. Who do you see winning here in this parky Scarlets? I should want to go from their way win. I'm, I'm going to go for Edinburgh very much. So look, Scarlets have had a terrible season. Let's let's be, let's be clear. Edinburgh play to me one of the most delightful brands of rugby in the league, and they have such quality players. If the Argentinian guys, I presume, are going to be available, the two or two Argentines as well, which is crucial. That will certainly um, affect the result. So I am going Edinburgh by 10 points, not getting a bonus point, but, you know, a still comfortable victory over Scarlets. Yeah, Scarlets have been very topsy-turvy this year. I can't really put my hat on them, really. Challenge Cup form is really, you know, not really an indicator of URC form for me right now, given their performance so far. Four wins, one loss, eight losses here on the 13 fixtures. Edinburgh, I think, may be a little bit more well-balanced here and maybe have more incentive to get a result here. I'm probably going a little bit closer, probably seven seven to ten points here 
Fred and I think Edinburgh might get the bonus point here because Cardiff's defence really has been pretty woeful at times this season. I don't see that improving anytime soon, particularly in that defensive mall situation. Uh, I suppose finally, Dragons travel to the RDS to play Leinster rugby. Any hope for Dragons? Do we need to even discuss this? <laughs> it's going to be another five-pointer for, for Leinster, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's all I can say to that, really. Yeah, I think to be fair, Leinster may be putting out academy players here, maybe second fringe um, guys here. They'll still get the job done. I just feel for Dragons at the moment, it was so optimistic going into that November international break. But I think just squad depth issues have really been exposed. A few close run results over the Christmas period has really deflated confidence. You can't be going to the RDS going in a bit of a losing run here. I think Leinster here all day. I'd say 20 plus, 30 plus point win here, unfortunately. And I suppose Leinster really probably stamp stamping their playoff. But I would say this weekend here, Liam, uh, given that they could go potentially 14 for 14 here. And given other results here, I think they would be secured of their playoff berth already. So I think that'll be a massive achievement for Leinster. And given the fixtures that are coming up, they may afford to basically rest their frontliners in their South African trip come the end of the season. I suppose, name, we'll leave it there. Um, many thanks. I suppose next week we'll review all those games in round 14 uh, of the URC. We'll have a preview of round three of the Guinness Six Nations. And also we'll look at the round six fixtures as well. Sharks and Lions are entertaining Ulster and Glasgow respectively so we'll have previews on them. I suppose Liam, enjoy the rugby at the weekend and we'll chat soon. Okay Mark, have a good one. See ya. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard in this podcast, why not subscribe to the Hawkeye Psychic podcast on either Amazon, Spotify, YouTube or Twitter platforms. You can also follow me at Hawkeye Psychic on Facebook and Twitter for the latest sporting opinions, articles and reports.